It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. We have so much stuff going on and so little time to to break it all down. Hopefully, we'll keep it under two hours, but you, you never know with us. Uh, let's see. Let's let's bring in the whole crew. Jace, little brother, how are you today? I'm doing good, man. Gas in the car, ready to go. Chief, what's going on with you? Uh, every day is a holiday, you know. Riding the gravy train with the biscuit wheels. That's what I do. Jay King, what's shaking, man? I'm getting older by the day. That's what's going on with me. I wish I was on a gravy train with brisket wheels, Chief. Save me a ticket, please. Chief, let's get your thoughts on Netflix deciding to renew Lucifer. Uh, well, you know, as as I don't know if the rest of the crew, I don't think anybody else watched it but me from this group. But uh, ever since, you know, I've, I've been with Lucifer since the first season, you know, day one, A1. And um, I'm excited because now there can be, you know, those 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 uh, those restrictions that regular TV puts on your favorite shows can now be lifted and kind of give Lucifer the uh, the detail that it should deserve. Um, Lucifer, you know, maybe perhaps Lucifer was a little light, um, especially, you know, uh, a show named Lucifer, um, which, which actually does contain the devil. Um, you know, it's not one of those, those clever, and then, you know, it's, it's not really, you know, um, what it appears to be. This, the, the devil actually is what the show's named after. And, um, Without any of those Fox restrictions, that I think people maybe more people will come to it. I was glad when they renewed it. Um, hopefully they can uh, stop get a you know get a stop pity patting around the romance between uh, the devil and the other main character, um, and you know get into some you know some more in depth, even gruesome score uh, storylines. Kind of um, I don't want to say along the lines of a supernatural, but they can they can expand it out. They can they can probably make this thing really good. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad they saved Lucifer. Um, it was a good show, good cast, uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to the to the new episodes coming up. And I think you guys should start uh, catching up and uh, seeing what's going on with the good Lucifer too. I mean, you know. Uh, there's a lot of detective shows, but how many detective shows has, has the devil in it? So let's see what happens. See where they take this thing. I'm excited. I got my popcorn ready. I am T.O. <laughs> are, are they going to have the old seasons available on Netflix? Uh, I know they have the seasons on Hulu. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if it's on Netflix or not. It's not on Netflix I, now. But I'm wondering... Well, I mean, it depends so, on how they okay. deal it, work it out. They might not. Well, it might not, but that's the thing. I, I don't know, man. Maybe if, if you're going to own this property going forward, I would want to have license to its previous seasons to get even those coming into the show brand new. I want to get y'all caught up. 
So mm-hmm. I would imagine if they went in like that for Lucifer, go ahead and get them uh, back episodes. I mean, that's what I would do. Who, yeah. No. Say something right there, man. They a lot of shows that could benefit from Netflix picking them up, man, to take the governor off of them. There's a lot of shows that I would love to see unfiltered mm-hmm. you know, on network TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that unfiltered show, that 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 rawness. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think uh, you know, even even as lax as the censors have gotten. Um, certain shows I think should be for, you know, Netflix originals, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. just because you can't fit some of that content into those regular stations. Right. Speaking of Netflix, this Friday, or whenever you're listening to it, Luke Cage Season 2 drops, and... I've managed to go through the entire season. Shout out to Netflix for sending the review screener link. Appreciate it. Um, this is, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of anything that's close. I think the best seasons of the Netflix shows so far have been Daredevil season two and the Punisher and Luke Cage. And I think balancing everything out, taking into consideration, this is my new favorite. And the main reason I think that is because I've watched all 12 of these episodes or 13 of this season, and I'm ready to watch it again on Friday. And most of the Netflix shows, I'm kind of like, oh, that was a good fun ride. But I'm not like, oh, I got to see it all over again right away. I'm kind of like, ah, you know, I'll give it some time. And then I've forgotten about stuff and it's cool. This one, I just want to see it all over again. The first season of, of Luke Cage didn't kill off every main character and it didn't resolve every subplot nice and neat some things got explained further in defenders but for the most part they left a lot of stuff to to be further you know to develop further in season two and from not killing off everybody and from leaving stuff unresolved there's so much backstory that we already know and i think looking back on jessica jones season two there's no one there it was Jessica, uh, Trish, uh, Malcolm, and Hogarth. And who cares about, you know, what's going on with them? They didn't have anything cool or interesting happening. So as season two started progressing, it just, it, it had nothing. It was like maybe six episodes worth of a season, and they didn't have a bad guy. So it was just left kind of hanging in the woods. Season two of Luke Cage fixes that because the greatest strength of this season are the villains. I won't break them all down, but the villains are really strong. And the main one is Bushmaster. Looking forward, hopefully, to you all checking it out this weekend so we can break it down uh, next week on the show. But going in, what's your thoughts on it? Are you excited? Are you kind of like, eh, we'll see how it is? Or I'm chilling on Netflix now and the Marvel shows, I'm just kind of done. I'm over it. Jay, so let's start with you. Uh, As somebody who was... uh just last night I was watching season two of Daredevil. I I saw how much I liked season two of Daredevil. I was like, oh this is oh this is really smart. It's like like I was telling you this weekend, the Netflix shows make a great I'm sorry, the good Netflix shows make a good idea of having multiple nemesis for the for the, for the protagonist. It's like like how Luke Cage was like, oh, you had four episodes on Cottonmouth. Then you had four episodes on uh, him just trying to like get his, get, you know, he's got to deal with Mariah. He's got to deal with 
Uh, he's got to deal with uh, I mean, uh, Diamondback. I mean, he's got so much to deal with. And as you said, like, all that stuff was resolved, but it wasn't wrapped up in one nice little boat, and you know all of this isn't going to come back again, which I really am, I'm really glad that they took that approach on that. Uh, your assessment on Jessica Jones was very correct. It was, as much as everybody likes to give that show praise, they don't actually really think of, like, what is, what's the, res- why am I seeing all this? Like, it's a lot of good backstory. It's like an epilogue for season one. I mean, like, the season two of Jessica Jones was an epilogue of season one. But it's like, so where do you go from here? Uh, we're going to have bad guy Trish, because she was literally the baddest bad guy of season two for Jessica Jones. But Luke Cage has so much stuff to go with. It's like, oh, okay, let's, we can deal with these guys. And then you add in another bad guy. It's like, oh, this is already going to be better than like the CW shows that stretch 22 episodes and one guy. And they're taking, as, as Lonnie said, they're taking L's for 22 episodes. And then finally they can wrap it up in 10 minutes. And then you're like, ah, oh, let's, let's, let's uh, drink and be merry. It's like, what makes no sense because the resolution was so easy. You're like, wait, y'all didn't come up with that. So having the ability to go probably multiple bad guys and, you know, good Luke A strike, I'm down. Uh, and when I'm not working this weekend, I will check it out. Chief, what about you? What are you thinking on it? Uh, man, shout out to Netflix. Shout out to Luke Cage. Shout out to Bushmaster. Giggity. Um, and to the writers of, uh, to the writers of, uh, Luke Cage, man. Uh, I'm excited, man. I, I, you know, the, 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 the first one, it was, it was just, <laughs> that thing kept me glued to my seat. You know what I mean? Like one of those things where you start off in the morning and, um, you did a straight marathon. You just watch, yeah. You just watch all day. You know what I mean? I got the, the, the fridge downstairs in the man cave. All I do is get up, go to the fridge, crack open another beer. And, and that's where I'm at for most of the day. Don't bother me. Don't ask for me. None of that. And that's where I'll be. Um, I've, I've I've got tickets to see Jurassic World uh, early Sunday morning. I mean, early Saturday morning. From that point on, after I get home, I will spend the rest of the day watching Luke Cage and, and, and enjoying myself. I have no thoughts of it being like Iron Fist. I, I know it. I know they they for whatever reason they keep it they keep it real real just real urban and gritty with, with the Luke K series. And, uh, I don't see this, you know, I don't see it going any different, man. So, um, that's what I'm going to be this weekend. I'm 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 going to be checking this Luke K thing out. I need the, the, this last show was just so phenomenal and out of the defenders. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, you know, I, I do like Jessica Jones. Um, I don't, you know, I, I couldn't stand Iron Fist. I don't, I don't care what anybody says, you know. Um, but Jessica Jones was, I do like Jessica Jones, but it, it just can't, none of the other guys hold a candle to Luke Cage. I don't know what it's about. I don't know, like, I don't, the writers, you know, they got the different writers. I don't know. But that Luke Cage thing is, is, is wonderful. It's wonderful TV. I don't know how many episodes it is. But it's for the for those episodes, man, it's just wonderful watching. Um, hell, it makes me really want to watch the first season over again 
Um, now that I'm thinking about it, it was just, you know, it was just that good. And I don't usually watch, uh, you know, seasons over again on, on Netflix. But uh, now I'm geeking I'm for the first season again. So we'll see. What's kind of cool is they have a lot of characters who pop up, and I'm like, I think that dude was in there earlier. And then I watched an old episode from season one. It's like, oh, yeah, that was that dude who was in this episode. And just from, like, the supporting, like, the the third-tier supporting characters who maybe pop up in an episode or two, and then they have a greater role in this one. It's like, oh, man, y'all are really on top of, like, your own series universe in terms of these people actually do matter. They're not disposable, cannon-fodder people. And things that happen to people in, in season one, they expand on them further and give you more insight. So it's like, oh, it wasn't so cut and dry like I thought it was in season one. Season two goes into great detail explaining a lot of character mindsets. So it it's really, really good and very well done. Uh, Javon, you got any thoughts on it? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Luke Cage is one of my uh, favorite shows on Netflix, and I'm with my man's Chief and Jason. This is must-see TV for me. Um, and I love the fact that it's Netflix. It's a Netflix series, so I don't have to wait in suspense for next week. I can watch continuously on a, a Saturday or a Sunday that I'm not doing anything. And like Chief was saying, I'm picking back one of his uh, statements. Dude, this show resonates to us because we're brothers and we're real brothers. You know, this this show, there were a lot of moments last season that just got me. Like, there were a lot of times when they played hip-hop from our era and it just struck me because you see this black man walking with power through these harlem streets and you like man yeah that's that 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 spoke to me you know what i mean it's not like some you know just random character uh uh uh, uh that you don't relate to because he's just you, you how can i say you know, like you're not invested in this guy because he's just some character no Luke Cage grabbed you from onset. Like, yeah, I can get behind this dude. He's solid. He's one of the. He's a, he's a type of uh, a, a cat I would root for in any situation. So they they do a great job of capturing that, and not only that, his strength as a character, as a, his character as a man, his strength as a, overall, not just on a super uh, superhero level, but on a human level, they capture all of that. And it's layered. There's so much going on with that show, like a lot of the Netflix uh, original programming, which is why I have been saying, dude, Netflix is starting to take over when it comes to original programming. So networks, cable, basic cable shows, watch out. They coming. It's not even that they coming. They already here. You best protect your neck. Yeah. So you're going to hear some more songs from from our era and some nice appearances from from some other people so yeah luke cage is is all of it and i'm going to be watching it on friday too because i want to see it again all right let's move on to a show i do not want to see ever again supergirl had its season finale on monday and wow this is an incredible season finale to an incredible incredibly awful season uh maybe like the first half it was it was good and everything with rain from beginning to end was good too great um love sam thought she was a great character lena was awesome uh but man 
I was trying to write some notes because I knew we were going to talk about it tonight. But geez, there's just there's so much. Uh, I'm just going to go with my top mm, 10 questions. You guys can answer them. Try to keep them in mind. I'm just going to run through them right real quick. I'm just going to give the questions. I'm not going to have any further thoughts. Alora masters her heat vision faster than any other Kryptonian on this show. How and why? Uh, let's see. We get a mention that Superman saves Madagascar, but he doesn't meet his aunt. Why did James unmask? Why wouldn't Saturn Girl bring the rest of the Legion to stop Rain instead of just Brainiac, who has no powers? And also, why did Saturn Girl apologize for ending things with Mono? I mean, this is... I'll go back to that later. And how did Wynn become smart enough to take Brainiac's place in the Legion of Superheroes in the future? I mean, that makes no sense because the dude is going to be slower than everybody in the future. He's going to be on iPhone 10, and they're going to be on the iPhone 90. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's see. Now, why is Supergirl down to kill? Uh, let's see. And turning to my second page of notes. Yes, I had two pages of notes. How is the victory Supergirl's? It seemed to me from where I was standing in the cheap seats that Sam was the one that beat down Rain and Supergirl had to use a cheat sheet time machine or time device because she screwed up the first time. So anyway, that is, man. Last question. Why is everyone standing around cheering when Wynn decides to leave? And did they all draw straws to decide who was going to say goodbye and in what order? Or did they just know Supergirl was going to do it last? Those are my thoughts, my questions on this season finale. Jace, help make sense of it for me. Um, let's go with why all of the people from Argo City knew how to use their heat vision in two seconds. Knew how to fly, all that, all that stuff. Just because they're better than you, okay? Uh, you're... you're <laughs> Our, our contract only called for two episodes. I'm sorry, three episodes of Superman. We do not have any more time for him. So don't ask about Superman again. Why Saturn Girl needed to apologize for leaving her husband to fool around with some old fling. That's just because that's just what women do, Jeffrey. I mean, they they let you get away with everything, right? And because, no, no, I'm sorry. No, anybody who does anything good for Supergirl is always to be apologized for. But Supergirl is never held to any kind of standards. Sorry, I, I was too broad on that stroke. I'm sorry. Uh, Brainiac is just as useful as uh, Wynn because he had no idea how to do anything. So I think they're about the same level of intelligence. <laughs> what else do we have? Yeah, and the victory belongs to Supergirl for everybody knows she screwed up the first time. So we obviously, because you use the cheat code, the victory is 100% yours. Like, because uh, Sam did the finishing blow, actually did the work on actually ending rain, that's irrelevant. Everything is about Supergirl, Jeffrey. And you forgot to mention how the fact that Alex says, I want to leave the DEO. Martian Manhunter decides, you know what? I think the best way to do that is for you to have my job and for me 
the super-powered alien to peace out. Makes sense, right? He didn't do anything anyway. No, no, he, no, no. He took the initial superpower blow that was meant to knock out Supergirl. So he was a, a nice. He was a, he was a nice like uh, Mike Tomlin for Ladamian Tomlinson. Like he just made that good block, and then all of a sudden, you know, LT IE Supergirl could do her thing. It was perfect. Always, it was a great one-two combination. I can't can't argue with that. Uh, Chief, you're not you're not looking at me. Good. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Chief, what did you think about this? Uh, you know, I. I was confused, man. I was more confused than um, how to use the three the three seashells from Demolition Man. Um, listen, I I don't even know where to begin. I don't even I'm not even sure what the hell happened in the episode. So let me just ask you this. So if you go if if a family member starts to have like Alzheimer's. Right? Mm-hmm. You 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 have to kill that family member? <clears throat> Not like that Do we just do we do we just start killing all time patients? Maybe that's you know, uh grandma doesn't remember me anymore. Take her out back, son. Use the forty forty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like lay her down. Like like at what point did like if you had this relationship with your father and he he develops Alzheimer's where he's forgetting, but you don't say, "Well, shoot, pops, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to find out how we can take, you know, find some arrangement how we can take care of you." Mm-mm. Listen, I'm going to drop you in some lava. <laughs> this is how okay. we're going to end it. Thanks for coming. Can I can I interject? What is the yeah, one weakness to Martians? Fire. Why the hell would anybody think to put the people who are actually vulnerable to fire in this fire situation? I don't even know, man. I, I just when I watched when I was watching that scene, I was like, I was like, what is he? He's giving him his memories. I was like, okay. Then I was like, oh, is he? Is he about to kill himself? I said, ah, oh, come on, man, come on. This is how this is this is how it's done. On, on Mars. Hey, look, man, you getting old. Take him out back. Come on, pops. We got to take the walk. Ah, son, I never thought I'd have to take the long walk with you. But yeah, so, so that was that was that. Um, the, the 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 rain thing. Um, so. She goes in. She just starts shooting. Her. I mean, people have been hit with these eye beams, dude. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my all gosh. season long. All of a sudden, at the end, they just they just burning through people. I'm <laughs> I, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, they 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 killing them now. I was like, they they hitting them up. She's burning through. I said, ah, oh, come on, cuz, come <laughs> on, man. Listen, listen, stop. Why are you doing this? So everybody goes down. Everybody's got a whole burnt in them, falling down. Um, Jimmy Olsen. So I don't know if y'all looked in the lobby, 
But when you looked into the lobby, it was a wall of fire. <laughs> it was literally a wall of fire. Like, and Jimmy Olsen was standing there, and she's like, I got to go inside for my baby. And I'm looking, I'm like, how are you even going to get inside because it's a wall of fire? So he's like, no, I'll get your son. So they're standing there. In the midst of all this chaos, he just unmasked himself. And instantly she knew that he was going to bring back her son. Because I, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, if, if, if you were out somewhere and just say your lady got stuck somewhere. And so you're like, oh, shoot, let me go rescue my woman. And a dude walked up to you and he was like, I've got it. He was like, hell no, man, get out of my way. And he just pulled down his hoodie so you could look at his face. And all of a sudden, you know, that guy right there will rescue your woman. I was like, what the hell is that? So he walks through the, the lobby of fire somehow with just a, a regular-ass Jimmy Olsen costume on because it doesn't – I don't remember it doing anything special. It doesn't do anything special. It's not special. So he walks through the, Then, like, 10 seconds later. The, the child was caught on the third floor, right? Yeah. He was like, it's – so 10 seconds later, he pops back down with child in hand. And then, like I said, if you look behind him, it's still that wall of flames. But how the hell did he get the boy out of there? He didn't jump out from the second story window. He walked right through the lobby. I say, yo, they, they've, got to, they've got to do better. And, uh, man, you know, <laughs> I always think about this, this Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor sacking Ken O'Brien. And as he's leaning over Sir Ken O'Brien, he's like, Son, y'all got to do better than this. And that's that's Supergirl. I mean, and I remember, I think at one point during the season, we were like, "Yo, Supergirl has improved. It's it's gotten it's gotten pretty good." And once we we agreed that Supergirl had gotten, you know, it just went downhill. Um, how many times they're gonna get caught in front of the the yelling rain? The, the the ah, you know it's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. She just, I mean, she yells. They get caught up in it. They, I mean, hell, look. So now let's just let's just say this for So it's one rain. It's one one girl. Mm-hmm. And then when I say girl, that's because I'm not saying that. You know, I'm just saying that it's it's one one superpower character who happens to be a female. There's her, Rain. Then there's Martian Man, Supergirl, Monel, Supergirl's mother, right? Mm-hmm. All fighting. I mean, they're getting whooped. <laughs> so, and, and, and like, not even like, like, you know, they're holding their own. I mean, mm-hmm. Supergirl's getting a thorough whooping. Her mother is getting a thorough whooping. Monel and Martian Man, you know, Martian Man, he just got a glass jaw. He's just, he's just in it to fall anyway. Hey, what? What'd you say? Oh, oh, I'm down. That's, just, you know what I mean? That's, that's what he does. He, he jumps up and then he's the first one like, I'm down. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so, that's Martian Man for you, right? The whole season, that's, that's been that dude. Like, just, it's just, like, like they, didn't, they didn't have any more room for him to be great. <laughs> um, so, so, so uh, they're getting whooped. 
Now, what's her name? Wakes up, and she's like, she's like, Mom, you got your powers back. Okay, so she runs off super speed. What is what is this? Did she plunge a sword into the back of Rain? Yep. Or pipe? It was a sword. Now, help me out. What kind of sword? What what sword was that? It okay. was a special Supergirl show sword. It was made of Kryptonian metal. Let's just go with that. It came it came from Argo, so maybe it has elemental properties that could pierce Kryptonian skin. Because I couldn't understand how do you shove a sword, no matter how hard you try to shove a sword into the back of a super powered person, does the sword won't the sword shatter? So I saw I saw that I saw it happen. And I was like, hold on, that's not right. Because if you you can shove a sword, you can shove bullets through the person by shooting a gun. Okay, so anyways, whatever happens, Rain feels it, yada, yada. They sink her in the lava, so on and so forth. She shoots the beam. I just, listen, I can't do it. I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm out, fellas. I've, I've come to the end of the rope, and I'm putting a noose at that end of the rope because I'm going to jump. You know what I mean? Um, if this was the plank, I'm walking it. I just want to be done with it. Um, this show has disappointed. And, and, and listen, I like the cast. It's not a cast thing with me. I like the cast. I hate the writing. I hate the writing. I hate that no one does research on the show. I hate that they don't give a damn about what the characters, what kind of powers the characters have, what they can do. Um, I think I think it's, it's it's stupid as hell to kill a guy because he gets Alzheimer's. I think it's 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 everything that they do in that show. You just leaves you with a question mark. You and you're like, yo, what the hell is this? It's just nothing makes sense. I mean, where the hell is Superman? <laughs> where the I'm hell is he? The whole time, the earth is shaking? <laughs> Madagascar is very not, important. Listen, Madagascar is shaking too. Like, you're not going to come help? I mean... Let's this season has been just crappy. I mean, the cake trick... Um, Brainiac, the blue Brainiac, the regular-looking Brainiac. Um, Aren't you excited he's going to be a, a regular next year? I don't know. The Bonnell storyline with the... Yeah. I'm leaving my wife to, to, to kick it with Supergirl. <laughs> None of that makes sense to me. None of that makes sense to me. I mean, hell, <laughs> this, you know, I mean... It's, it's just, it doesn't make sense, man. Um, and then, uh, you know, like, is, is Marshall Man going to even be there next year? Did he just fly off? I hope. I don't, I don't even want him there. Uh, I'm not going to even watch the show, but I, he doesn't even deserve to come back. If that's how they're going to write him in as just such a weak character, then why, you know what I mean? It, it, why come back? If, 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 if I was the actor, I'd be like, yeah, why, why do you want me to come back? I get I get my ass whooped every confrontation. I'm afraid of fire. 
Um, you know, I, I, I helped my father commit suicide. I just, it's nothing left for me to do. I've done it all. So, listen, I, that's my take on Supergirl. I, I, you know, I, I, I hope the writers get better. I hate to see actors, anybody, I hate to see anybody lose their job. I mean, I would like to see things go strong for as long as they can go. But they've got to do better next year. Um, so, I, and, I, and I'm not going to watch Supergirl at all next year until I hear from someone it has gotten better. So, you know, um, and not just a little bit better, like like McRib better. It's gotten better. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm done. He, 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 and the funny thing is, I looked at that like last scene at the end. I'm like, you know, we're trying to make a cliffhanger to really make us want to come back. But Brainiac was not a good character to say, okay, I want to invest some time in him. Uh, Supergirl's character is complete jerk. Uh, she's the super entitled person that she might as well, I mean, she, at this point, she should just take a throne and just be like, I need you small humans to worship me because that's pretty much her attitude anyway at this point. I, I am infallible and you guys are just, I, I come on, I save you when I, I, I deem it necessary. Like when I was sitting around for 20 years, not caring until my sister got hurt, whatever. There's like, like Lonnie said, there's so many holes in this. You're just like, I'm trying to work with you guys. You're like, I truly think this show could be the best. Like you use the characters you have, they could be the best, but the writing sabotages it. and just takes you out so much. You're just like, no, I don't care who this next Kara slash Supergirl is. I'm glad I don't have to say any more mono at all, but I don't know if I can continue on the show. I am going to do four episodes next season. Like, I'm going to do the first four next season, and if it goes bad, I walk away from the show. But, yeah, it's it's been rough. Mm. That's that's mighty bold of you. Outstanding. So, I, I officially appoint you our Supergirl correspondent for the first quarter of next season. Yay. Congratulations. It's a great honor. Uh, Walking Dead is about to go into season nine. And according to one of the producers, they're going to work on great stories for women. Of all the shows that probably needs to do better by its female characters, I really don't think Walking Dead is one of them. Because, I mean, they don't make the females like eye candy or brainless, unless they're walkers. But, I mean... They're they're really strong characters. I, I can't think of a season where it's like, oh man, they really are doing terrible stuff with the women. And and I can't think of any female character that hadn't gotten some form of development. Now maybe it was small like Beth, but I mean you look at Michonne, Andrea, Lori, Carol, Maggie. I mean, you can't say they haven't been developed and or that they really need some good stories. I mean, yeah, just I it seems like some pandering buzzwords to be like, look, we're, we, can, we can make The Walking Dead feminist, too. Fellas, help me out. Javon, we haven't heard from you in a minute. Why don't you kick it off? Yeah, I'm, I'm in total agreement. The Me Too movement has overdone itself, and it's making itself a parody at this point. And if The Walking Dead is going to pander to, I don't know, a new feminist uprising... 
you're doing it wrong because for what it's worth, the women of this show have always been powerful women, empowered women, strong women, capable women, smart women. Um, sometimes the women of this show outdo their male counterparts, i.e., uh, our girl Carol, who is, I call her Clutch Carol, because Carol is always saving the day, right? Mm-hmm. Carol started out as a very docile, weak, abused woman, a mother and a, and, 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 a, and a wife whose pig husband used to beat her and, and control her. Well, once he died and she lost her daughter, instead of going into a dark place and pretty much writing Carol off as a character, Carol became one of the most indispensable characters of this series. Michonne is one of the baddest characters of this series. Maggie went from eye candy farmer's daughter, who was nothing more than Glenn's girlfriend in the first few episodes, to being the leader. And now going into what we've seen after the end of season eight, not just a leader, but there's chances that Maggie is going to usurp a position of power from the departing Rick, uh, uh, a boy, Andrew Lincoln. So they don't need to go down any, and I I haven't even mentioned uh, 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 Lori. I haven't mentioned several other female characters who were very powerful, strong characters in in, in the run of this series. Even the ladies of Negan's camp, other than his wives, his his lieutenants, we see they're very strong and capable. We forgot about our girl. Uh, what, what's our girl? Sasha. Come on. There's no need to pander. There's plenty of strong female characters in this uh, series and have been through the run of this series that we don't have to do this kind of cheap pandering. And I think this is more more than I think that this is an attempt to create stronger uh, storylines for to, to, to showcase stronger women in this walking dead world, which is they've always existed and always have been there. Mm-hmm. I think this is a desperate attempt at a dying show to either maintain viewership or draw in viewership because for what it's worth, they know they are in, they're in, they're, they're in a bad place because your lead is leaving. Andrew Lincoln is leaving. Andrew Lincoln is possibly still, other than Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, I can never say Denia's name, but uh, a girl, Denia, he keep calling her Michonne. Uh, other than those two and uh, my man, um, what's his name, Morgan, my man that plays Lenny James, who plays Morgan, and if you're Simon Og, uh, what's not Simon Og, what's his name, Stephen Og. These are the strongest actors on this series. You're going to lose possibly your strongest actor after this season. So these all sound like desperate pleas. It sounds like a desperate plea. And even bringing back uh, Shane sounds like desperation to try to keep a fan base that is dwindling by season. Mm-hmm. So I don't, yeah, I really don't think that this is necessary because strong female leads have always been a part of this story. And I credit um, the writers. I credit and uh, what's our man Robert Kirkman, mm-hmm. and I, I credit the the actors for portraying that. Even Beth, who was you know, like you just mentioned, even she had her strength. 
things. Even mm-hmm. though she wasn't the you know a stone cold killer, she evolved as a person and she definitely right. stepped up to the plate when needed be. So they've always been strong female characters throughout the run of this series. We don't need to overdo it. We don't need to pander. It just seems like this show is going to start getting desperate, and this may be the death roll of The Walking Dead coming up. That's so you, my take. That's a good point. All right, uh, Jace, what do you think about Shane coming back now? John Bernthal is reportedly on set. Uh, Clearly, he can't be on there outside of a flashback or maybe talking to Rick when he's having another one of his really crazy moments. Why now bring back Shane? I mean, so much has happened that I'm almost kind of like, is will, will viewers who started picking up with the show in season three even understand who Shane is and his importance to Rick? And the only other people who wouldn't remember him are Noah Norman, Jeez, uh, Carol, and our boy uh, Daryl. No, I kept trying to call him Dwight, but Daryl. So, what do you think about that? It, will it matter bringing back Shane at this point? I think. I guess what I think is they're probably going to use Shane is like those times where we're trying to move Rick's story along towards his eventual exit. They're going to use him kind of in those episodes, like not as a, like I said, like in some flashbacks or kind of talking to him moments like, man, we lost everything we had. We lost, we lost the wife. We lost Carl. I mean, Maybe maybe somebody takes Judith away and then you know that's his last gasp move and he does all he can next season to get Judith back and then he ends up dead. So I mean he, he's bit halfway through the episode. Maybe maybe it'll be like a I'm sorry I'm not gonna say what it is like. It, it could be like a game of similar uh, prerogative. But maybe if they use him like that, that's fine. It, it'll be a nice little roll call for. Uh, Rick when he leaves, but him actually is a series regular, nah, or just anything more than the flashback episodes, just nah, nah, don't do it. Let's talk about some of the movies that can just come out. Uh, we've seen, I think most of us have seen some of these movies. Let's go with the movie that she saw this weekend, Incredibles 2. And like I said, I liked it. It's a fun movie, two hours. 14 years in the making. Chief, did it live up to your expectations? Did you like Incredibles 2? Oh, the Incredibles 2 was really good. Um, I, I I like the fact... <laughs> I think <laughs> I think they, they kind of uh, made fun of the fact that uh, it was 14 years later by starting it off the way they did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a little... Like ah, we know, um, but it was it was it was it was entertaining. It was it was uh, it was funny, um, and uh, actually this this time around, you kind of like the first time around. Uh, I I like the I like how they featured the last girl this time, you know, um. Cause it was kind of like um, for for a good third of the movie, the, the focus was just on her. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, yeah, but I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was. Uh, I'm never gonna say it was worth well worth the wait. That's not. That's, um, 14 years is too long. 
right? To wait for anything or anyone. Um, but uh, it, it 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 wasn't a flop. It didn't come in. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, you waited this long. The movie was garbage. So, if you were a fan of the first one, you would definitely enjoy the second one. I mean, um, same cast. Uh, you know, uh, the same good jokes in there. Um, and uh, hey, it was a geez. worthwhile movie. Yep. What was the scene everybody they kept talking about on the news that people getting sick? What was that about? Uh, well, the, the the thing, the dude in the the uh, the villain's powers was his hypnosis. So what happens is uh, the screen would get the flashing whenever he was doing his little uh, uh, hypnosis thing, and so those flashes were saying that they were triggering people's epilepsies. Um, but that's that's what it's from. So it'd just be flashing, you know, black and white, black and white, black and white, real fast. Oh yeah. And okay. um, and that was that's what was triggering it. You know what I mean? So um, you know, if you don't have if you don't have epilepsy, I recommend you going to see it. I know you you swore up and down you were not going to see this movie with the dude with the Anita Baker <laughs> hairstyle, but I'm a liar. You are <laughs> terrible liar. You did go and see Superfly this past weekend. What was your what was yeah. your breakdown on that one? It's it's belly for the new generation. It's belly. You know how belly was so stylized and like for for example the opening scene in belly is still one of the coolest opening scenes of any movie ever to me. I mean, that sets the tone of what you're going to see, a highly stylized movie with not much substance and terrible acting. And this follows same, This follows with that tradition. It's directed by Lil X, now X, music video director that we've long seen his work. Um, it's his time to be Hype Williams. He directed a movie. It's... Uh, Visually, it's 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 visually pleasing. It's all the things that you like in action movies, all the action movie tropes, Mexican standoffs, car chase, guns, cool scenes, introspective scenes, cars, money, holes, clothes, girls, drugs, drug culture, drug culture references, the music, future scores, the soundtrack. It's It's all there, but it's a music video. It's a two-hour music video. If you can get past that, if you go in there with expecting zero, you might actually enjoy it. And like I said, it wasn't, it's, it's not terrible. It's not good either, but it, it is what it is. It's a two-hour music video. Okay. That's so, what I got. That's, I mean, yeah, that's, honestly. Right. So, However do you want it. <laughs> However do you need it. Um, yeah, that, that belly scene. So you watch it on you watch it in theaters or uh, wait for it on Netflix. Um, don't spend your money, man. It'll be on Netflix by the end of the summer. <laughs> it'll be on it'll be on demand by August, but before Labor Day, it'll be on demand. Because I'm be honest with you, it opened last week. I don't got it making it past July 20th or July the weekend of July 15th in theaters. 
I think it'll be out of theaters in the next three weeks, and it'll be on demand before the summer is over. Before we, before you put on a windbreaker or, or something on your sleeves, it'll be on, on demand. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. All right. <laughs> nah, I just like that breakdown. Okay. So that was that was it. Uh, Jurassic World is coming out. Fallen Kingdom is coming out this week. I, I was so uninterested in in what in this in this sequel that I didn't even bother going to the screening. I, I just I had, I tried to drum up some interest, but I just didn't care. And I just feel like this franchise is doing the same thing that it's always done. Dumb people are going to an island of dinosaurs and are befuddled and amazed when the dinosaurs start acting like dinosaurs. Chief, you got your ticket lined up for Sunday. What are you excited or what are you hoping to see about this film? Well, it's not for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off by saying that. Um, I'm not a fan. They're a fan. They've seen everyone. They love them. Now, uh, do, do, I mean, does, does, Will I go in there and enjoy dinosaurs eating people? Of course. You know what I mean? Um, that's that's what we all go to see. I mean, you you know, when it when it all boils down to it, um you you've you know, you've never gone into a, a Jurassic Park movie and you know, just just really loved it for a storyline. Um you just you just um you go in there and you want to see dinosaurs killing people. It's just what it is. You want to see the the uh, velociraptors get a hold of somebody. You want to see the big T-Rex. And then you want to see now they got that big thing that comes under the water, that big whale-looking one. You want to see these people. So that's that's all I go into the Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, you know, I'm just, they can do whatever to the storyline. I, I don't really care. I know the storyline's going to be whack. It's been whack since the first one. You know, I mean, you know, after the first one, it's been whack. Let's be honest. Um, people keep going to the island for no damn reason. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, man. planes crashing, <laughs> somebody's going to the island. Uh, let's go you know, let's let's move the, let's move the yeah. dinosaurs. Let's go do it again. Let's restart the park. It's been whack. Yeah, I, so, it is, it is, it's the one franchise where I just cannot get with it. And I know it has all these fans, but I'm just like, I know people are stupid, and I know if this was this happened in real life, there would be people going there. But man, I'm just like, come on. After the first two times, I'm thinking the government shuts it down. Nobody goes. It goes bankrupt. It's just like, jeez, just, just imagine how that would play out in real life. Hey, in a perfect, another... in a perfect world, Jeff, uh, the government steps in. They kill all the DNA samples collected. Anything material that could clone a dinosaur, anything that they could use to restart Jurassic Park gets destroyed. They implode the island best they can. They turn that island into glass or all sand, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, this this doesn't happen. This nah. just doesn't happen. I feel like if they if they wait every ten years, if they waited every fourteen years before putting out a new installment, I would I would so understand it. 
because you know I hadn't seen a Jurassic Park film since uh when was the last one the third one out but it was enough of a distance and gap that I could watch the Chris Pratt one and be like okay that was kind of neat and technology has improved so much that it's like oh wow the dinosaurs look even realer now but I yeah yeah Jace we saw a movie this weekend uh on Father's Day took dad to go see it what did you think of Hotel Artemis? Hotel Artemis. <laughs> I, starting off, I liked it. Uh, kind of what I said uh, last week, where I wasn't sure what the movie was about, but it had good actors. That proved to be right. Uh, I don't know where you go from here. I don't know if it's a standalone movie. Uh, you start some franchise, but the action, the actors were good. Uh, and yeah, I mean, like I said, the action scenes were done; they were good. Um, the actors did their roles very well. But if you ask me, other than what this movie like, this is a hotel for villains. So what does that mean? It's a hotel for villains. What? So what is the next move? Uh, there, it's a hotel for villains. Could you watch this in uh, home? Yeah. Uh, if you have some time, it's like if you had some extra time on your hands, would you want to go see it? Sure, but I think you'd probably rather see Incredibles. And that, that's kind of it's, it's kind of where I was. It's, it was it, I enjoyed it, but I probably would use the time differently if there were better options available. I think it's a film that if you watch it in theaters, it's going to be like, eh, okay, it was all right. But I, but once you see it again, preferably at home, on that repeating, repeated viewing, it's going to be a lot more interesting. You may kind of feel it more because it's like, all right, I know which way it's going. I don't, this is definitely one that doesn't need a big screen presentation. I think if that was a Netflix original, we'd call it one of the best Netflix original films we've seen yet. Yeah, yeah. they... You know, it didn't seem like it had a massive budget. You know, maybe the cast is starting. They they chipped in too much that they needed to go to theaters. But I feel like if that was something you watched on on Friday night on Netflix, you'd be like, that was a good Netflix movie. And you know, it's like I didn't feel like I wasted the money in the theater, but it's like, eh, I could have seen that at home and then just as fine. Right. Yeah. Like if that, like I said, if that was, I compare was it a uh, not Driver, but. Uh, the one with the Rimlow Crossbones, the driving oh. movie. Uh, the Wheelman? Wheelman, yeah. Like, yeah. Wheelman, same things. Like, if, if I knew I knew what I meant here, it's 90 minutes. Okay, yeah, that was cool. But adding in the theater aspect, like, yeah, so, like, wait, did I see? I know, I saw, there's nothing hidden in there, but it's just, like, there's probably more story to this that would be cool, but I don't know if it's sequel worthy to get into the deeper stuff on all, all that was going on in the movie. Yeah. It was like, I didn't feel my main thing. Whenever I pay for a movie is I don't want to feel like I wasted my money or my time. And I didn't feel like that was the case with that one. So that's really all I wanted. Another film is this, this one I think is probably the most interesting news of the day. Uh, we're 26 days into solo right now and it has made 196 million. That's that's pretty good for 
most films. I told you Ocean's Eleven made $183 million. So that's pretty good for the average films. It's just a problem of Solo, a Star Wars story, only managing $196 million. That's causing some problems. Rogue One, for comparison, made $481 million at the 26-day mark. Such a huge difference. And Lucasfilm is apparently so worried and concerned about this that they've decided to put all the Star Wars story spinoffs on hold. And they're going to, quote, focus on the Star Wars Episode Nine and the direction for the next Star Wars trilogy. What do you guys think about this? Is this the right call? Was this just a case of no one really wanting a solo film and didn't care about it in the first place? Or is Lucasfilm totally not understanding and not reading the room properly? Uh, Let's go with you, Javon. It's a knee-jerk reaction because, as we said in that podcast discussing solo, I don't know what they expected. I don't know what the public expected with a young Han Solo film. Harrison Ford is not going to play Han Solo in this. So the man that you're used to playing this character and the character that you're used to seeing is not going to show up in this movie. This is young Han Solo. This is showing you what Han Solo was and how he became who he is or who you know him as today or who you've known him as for the last 40 years. Because people like familiarity, because Hollywood doesn't take risks anymore. That's why we're at this place of, oh, my God, this was a a failure for us. What do we do? Do we sit back and lick our wounds or do we say, hey, they didn't respond to this. Let's make another movie. And I, I, I understand where Hollywood comes in between pirating and everything else. The money ain't there like it used to be, but God damn it, they're still making tons of money. So you can take a risk on another film. If you do it right, the people will come see it. Word of mouth travels. Rotten Tomatoes reviews travel. People will come see the movie. The problem with this movie isn't that there were no Jedi, isn't that they're, 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 they're Harrison Ford wasn't Han Solo. It's the fact that people hold too true a near. Star Wars fans, the fans of this universe, hold too near and dear to their hearts what they think everything in Star Wars universe should be. You got to appreciate if you don't, that's cool. Then don't see it, don't bash it. Just say, hey, not my cup of tea. But if you're going to go see it, appreciate it for what it is. Appreciate it for what it is. And if you're the studio, stop knee-jerk reacting. You made $200 million. You're going to make 200, you're going to make $300 million when it's all said and done. So what, what's, the, what, what, what's the problem? Make the movies. If you make the movies, people will see them. People will see them. It's just I think Hollywood was smarter on when they released films years ago because now it's such a damn competition. If, some, if one studio is putting out a movie this month, then not to be left out, the, the other competing studio has to put out a movie. How about you just do your research and bide your time until the time is right for you to put this film out? Because, you, Jeff, you know this like everybody in this, in, in this room knows this. You, what studios would do is they would make a movie, let's say it finished production in 2017. And if the time wasn't right in 2018, there were a lot of kick-ass releases that year. 
and they felt like, well, maybe this movie won't hold up well against these releases, they will wait another year to release the movie. Am I right about that? Uh, maybe not that long, but they would just rearrange when they put it out. Batman yeah. versus Superman was originally set to come out the same year as Captain America Civil War. And then they were like, mm-hmm. nah, 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 nah. And whether that was to retool or just to get the heck out of Dodge from what was going to be one of Marvel Studios' biggest films, they got out of mm-hmm. the way. And I think they just needed, you know, it was, I did not like when they decided to schedule it. When they when mm-hmm. word first got out, it was like, dude, that's two weeks after Avengers Infinity War. Everybody what? wants to see that film. And then you're only giving yourself some, in, or what is, I'm sorry, it was three weeks because it was just a week after Deadpool came out. I'm just like, fellas, those are two big movies. You're going to be the third big movie to come out in that span of time. Yeah, you can't, you can't, so. yeah it's just your, your audience is going to be like, yeah, we've seen two good movies already. What do we need to see a third one for? I mean, you know, if we got, gotta, if money's yeah. tight, we're not going to go see a third movie. We've already seen two. But from what, I, what I've seen is that there are some movies that were filmed a year, two years ago, that release a year, two years later, that become successes because they waited until the right time to release a movie. The same thing goes for, like, let's say, if you release an album. If I'm some young up-and-coming artist with a buzz right now in hip-hop, I'm not going to release an album at the same time as Kendrick Lamar, Jay-Z, and Drake. I'm going to wait until the the second tier, third tier guys are releasing albums in, let's say, February, March, and I'm going to steal the audience there. So I so think it was part of the rap. Yeah, right. So I'm going to I'm going to plan to release this movie at a different time. And Jace touched on that then. This probably would have been a better released film, let's say. When did you say Jace Thanksgiving Christmas time or something like that? Yeah. Like, yeah, there was they nothing this time. I mean, December. I mean, you don't want to go like into summer, which wouldn't have been a bad idea. I mean, it would have been like, oh, this is end of summer, wrap up September. It might not have made as much money, but there was nothing stopping them. I mean, you would have had the fanboy say, this movie is going to be so bad. That's why they put it to end of summer. But it's like, sometimes you can actually just release a movie and just make the money. Like, you didn't have to compete. <laughs> it's like there was nothing to stop them on this. Like, but most of the time, when they release a movie, it'll be like mm-hmm. Red Dawn, where they have it held for two years, and then like, oh, thank God, Chris Christopher Helms got big. We can actually release this movie. And okay, release this movie. Might, somebody might see. Say Chris Helms. I'm Hemsworth or whatever his name is. On Red Dawn, the new one. It's one of them Hemsworth boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like in theory, like. Most of the time, if it gets released like two years, it's because it's trash. But if it's like, if you release it like maybe within six months, they're like, hey, we just saw that we saw the landscape. It wasn't a way to go. I mean, we didn't put too much money in the Super Bowl ad, so let's shift it down. Nobody's mm-hmm. gonna, nobody's gonna care. Because Black Panther, Ant Man, Deadpool have showed us that you can wait and choose those dead season times of uh, movie blockbusters coming out to release a movie and still make a, a, a ton of impact, still make a lot of money, get a lot of buzz behind this film and ultimately make the money, which is what it's about. Right. You can mm-hmm. do that without it being July. Well, let's say you could, your best time is like how 
the Disney movies, I mean, well, Marvel found out, but hey, we can use March. March is a good time to actually, people want to see good movies. Like, in mm-hmm. January, they're tired, they're broke, they don't have that disposable income. February, well, there's some bad movies that kind of have niche audiences, but people will go see. But March, yeah, March is cool. Now, if you said, hey, March is already, is we got Black Panther coming out in February. Okay, then we can't, when March is done, like, if we see, uh, I'm sorry, February is done. We see March is done because of Deadpool. Oh, we see April's done because we already have Avengers 2 coming out. We don't need to mess with but The that, problem is done. you can't run away from every blockbuster. So you just have to pick which one. Now, I think Disney Lucasfilm chose poorly because they were two big blockbusters. But I would just go for a month where it's only one. And... You know, you, where you have enough time to get a little piece of that box office pie. Oceans 13, Oceans 8, sorry. Oceans 8 had a brief window to make its money, and it made a decent amount of change. But they knew when they put it on the schedule, we got Incredibles 2. All, a, lot of, a lot of moms are going to go end up seeing that. And then Jurassic World, lots of families are going to go see that. So we need to make well, our money this weekend. They could have done that, they could have done well, that see, as counter-programming. That's, no, see, so that's not that's the really... Thing. The original, oh, the, the, not the original, but the remake Ocean's Eleven came out when... No, Ocean's Eleven. What is this team called? This is eight. Okay. The Ocean's Eleven with Clooney, the first one that Clooney made, mm-hmm. that came out, if I'm not mistaken, right before the fall of 2001. I think you're right. Ocean's Eleven, yeah. So, yeah, you can make that money during those times because people will go to the movies. If there's a movie to see, it came out December, they will go to 2001. Yeah. But Ocean's, December, eight hurt. Ocean's Eight wouldn't have got hurt by putting that in the fall. No, wouldn't no, have. not at all. Probably would have like, been a better fit. It's like now, a better fit. You're right. Solo could have, like, hey, we don't, you don't. I mean, fighting other blockbusters doesn't work for anybody. I mean, it's just, it just doesn't. So you, especially if you're Disney, you control the calendar. You see when you're releasing movies. You don't but have to put some. They, a they week, three weeks after. That was the only time. Because they had stuff, Disney has stuff lined up pretty much every month. And they had Wrinkle in Time earlier. They had Black Panther. So they've, they've had stuff. They, there was, this was the best time this summer, but they just chose the worst of, the, of a three-week span to release it in. Chief, you're going to be happy about this. We sent this earlier. But Disney decided, you know what, uh, Comcast hit the bricks. We are going to raise our bid to get that Fox property. So we're going to take our bid up to $71.3 billion. Now what? So it pretty much seems like it's going to be a done deal because I don't think Comcast can keep, uh, we'll raise you and we'll raise you. And Disney will just keep going. We'll use our Avengers and Black Panther money and keep this thing going. What do you think about this? Um, Great move. I, I didn't want Comcast to get a hold of it anyway. Um, I wanted to start seeing good X-Men movies. Um, so I had a feeling that they weren't going to let that sit idly by, though, and uh, let uh, Comcast just, just take it from them. You know, that Disney money is old money. You know what I mean? <laughs> black and white. Black and white uh, Mickey Mouse money. It's just been um, a Dumbo money. <laughs> yeah, so... 
you know, like I said, Comcast might be rich, but Disney is wealthy. So we're going to have to, uh, so, I, you know, I can't wait for uh, that whole universe to come together. That that X-Men Avengers movie. Woo! That's, that's going to be fire. <laughs> Real fire. Uh, fellas, you got anything else to add on that one? You know, other than the fact that it is a business decision, that was better for Fox. I mean, you're going to not only you were, you were just waiting for Disney to make a better offer because it's like yeah. Disney has more incentive to get these characters back. Now, if you, I mean, it's, not, if you're like, a, I mean, it's just it's we're looking at it from the X-Men, but they get the aliens license. They get so many more things. They can actually pump out the original 20th Century Fox Star Wars films if they wanted to. Mm. So there's a whole bunch of stuff. Simpsons. There's a lot of life. For streaming content too, that you had to get that. If you, if Wait, you Disney already hold had on. it. Hold on, fellas. Hold on. I got a, a real breaking news, and I'm seeing it right now based off of what we just saw. Or we're just talking about. Um, so it turns out that Lucasfilm actually was smart. And they wanted to take uh, Solo. They wanted to wait until December to release it. But Disney refused. And they pushed to get it out. So it was not a Lucasfilm decision. Lucas it was not a Lucasfilm decision. Disney decided we want this movie out when we get it or when we we want it out for May. So um, the main problem was Disney did not want this budget to skyrocket any further. So if it took longer, the budget was going to go up higher. And so they needed Ron Howard to close everything up and get the film done in weeks instead of the proper amount of time a new director coming on to a film would have. So that's a real interesting move. They were worried that a Star Wars movie was not was going to go over budget. And then it didn't make any money or didn't make enough money for them. What do you think about that, Chief? Um, I, that, I had a feeling that solo movie wasn't going to be that. Um, so, you know, maybe a later release would have helped it. But, you know, I don't know if people are that interested in prequels, in in a sense. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you remember Carlito's Way prequel? Yeah, man, but that just seemed like a bad idea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, no. Jay Hernandez has Carlito. Um, just, sometimes it's just a bad idea, man. Um, I don't know. I, I just when I when I saw you know when I saw it, I was just I wasn't I wasn't thrilled by it anyway. I, and I never went to see it. Javon said it was good. I just you know it just never it never tackled me like that. I, it wasn't one of those ones that I said yo I gotta see this. Um, and you know, it, it it may have been good. It might have been, you know. Now I'll catch it when it comes on cable for sure. But um, 
And then, you know, like, I don't I don't know if I want to see a Bubba Fett movie and a uh, Orlando Carrizian movie and, uh, you know, the C-3PO movie. Um, I, you know, I just, I, I'm not sure about all that. I just want to, you know, I, I, I want to stay in that, that, the, the, the Star Wars universe that I, that I, that I come to know and love. Um, like I said, the only thing I wish about Star Wars really is that they had done a Clone Wars, an actual Clone Wars. I think that would have, uh, been awesome, but yeah, you know, I, I you know, maybe right, they should yeah. start listening to Lucas films. <laughs> maybe so. Uh Javon, what you think on this? Um I think people like for for example, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was nothing incentivizing you to see Rogue One. There was nothing incentivizing you to see the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, or Avenger the Sith, because these were unfamiliar these were familiar but unfamiliar characters and faces playing characters that you've grown to know and love. And the breadth of the story that we had grown familiar with and grown to love wasn't even there yet in the prequel films to the Skywalker story, right? But people went to see him anyway, because they were intrigued. You went to see Rogue One because you were intrigued. And none of the trailers I saw featured the end scene with Doc, uh, Darth Vader. I wanted to see it because I like Star Wars. And the trailers made me say, hey, I might go check this out. I, I might go see this. I might check it out. Han, or Solo rather, I don't think they captured, the, the part of it is the wrong timing. They didn't capture the essence of Han Solo that we, and that's the thing about it. And I've said that before, this wasn't the Han Solo that we've grown to know and love. This was young Han Solo. He's unsure of himself. He's just trying to prove himself for the most part. And it's up to you, the moviegoer, to come in there with that lens. If you're going into it expecting to see uh, uh, Harrison Ford as Han Solo, then, you're, yeah, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, you're not going to want to see it. But... If you go into it saying, I just want to see a movie and be entertained by something from the Star Wars universe that I like, then you will enjoy it. You'll go in there and you'll, you'll, you'll take the ride. You'll buy the ticket and take the ride. Um, with that said, Disney needs to stop banking. I mean, it's hard to stop banking on the Disney name when you're Disney, right? That's, that's crazy talk. But sometimes you, you really got to listen and, and, and listen to the, the, the waves if you you will, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta listen to the motion of, of what's happening right now. If you knew that Marvel's putting out one of their biggest films in the Marvel universe, the biggest film of the Marvel universe and sandwiching that in between one of their biggest films that's still riding a hell of a wave in black Panther and another one of their sleeper hits followed by another one of their sleeper hits I would think, well, maybe it's not the time. Disney just wanted to cap, cash in on the summer, uh, the summer movie aspect. Hey, just win with the Incredibles. That's your win right there. You're going to win with the Incredibles. So Incredibles is going to make you a billion dollars in, in movie sales internationally and, and domestically, in merch, 
DVD sales, download, uh, not download, uh, digital downloads when it comes out, as well as on-demand uh, purchases for views. You're going to make your billion. Relax and wait until the fall to release this solo movie, and you'll make even more money. Sometimes it's that thing. Don't be, you know, you just don't be greedy. Sometimes if you just bide your time, wait your time. Like what's the saying? Where a young, young, young cow, so a young bull says to the old bull, "Hey, pop, let's go down, run down this hill, and, and let's bone us one of these cows." And pop cow says, "Nah, son, let's walk down this hill and screw them all." That's one. That's something I think Disney could have learned from. Don't run down a hill and release everything right now. Don't bust your gun smoking right now. You got a you got a twelve gauge right now with the Incredibles. People been waiting on this for fourteen years. They're gonna go see it. They're going to go see it. Wait your time and say, hey, October, the weekend of October twenty whatever. There's nothing out but the obligatory horror movie that you don't want to see. So why don't you come see Han Solo movie? Come on, you ain't doing nothing. You gonna watch another football game or another college football game? I know you' about sick of it now. We eight weeks in. Come on, come watch this. Watch this movie. Come on in, Blair. So, they sh- yeah, come on in, Blair. You ain't, you ain't losing nothing. So they should have they should have done that, in my opinion. But you know, we ain't in Hollywood. We ain't running right. the show. Nobody listens All right. to us. Hey, maybe they need to start. All right, well that's it on this one. Uh, Luke Cage season two drops on Friday. Fellas, hopefully y'all will be able to, to squeeze aside 13 hours so y'all can catch this and we can break it down next week because I am very curious to hear what your thoughts are on it. And that's going to do it for us. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.